pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning and welcome to a for your thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. All right, howdy, welcome. Penny for your thoughts. Good to have you with us. As we uh, jump in the chair here on this uh, Thursday, man, is this month going fast. This is the 18th of August, and we've got a lot of stuff happening over there. University of Illinois campus, students are moving in. You may have noticed that. As that continues, and a lot of news uh, nationally, of course, uh, with um, Trump and Biden and Congress and uh, Liz Cheney and all kinds of news there. Mention the campus, the headline of the News Gazette today, Campus Comes Alive, Lack of COVID-19 Restrictions Making Move-In a Little Easier. So that continues, uh, as we mentioned, uh, getting close to Illinois football, of course, next week. We've got all of our uh, coverage coming up next week. We'll have a Brett Bielema radio show in the middle of the week. Next Wednesday night at 7 from Papa Dell's. We've got uh, Battle of the Paddle coming up next week with the United Way. So, man, it's uh, it's getting busy around here where we are. Of course, high school football is just around the corner as well. And you may have heard the stories One headline, for instance, pandemic, rude fans lead to shortage of IHSA officials. And there is a shortage of uh, officials, whether it's football or baseball or basketball or whatever the case may be. And uh, Mark Schultz is going to join us here in this first hour. Mark's a former colleague here at WDWS, was our news director many years ago. And since uh, he left DWS, Ben, I think he's worked at Carl a little bit. He's been with the Urbana Park District. Uh, but uh, on Friday nights, you'll find him on a football field nearby uh, as a referee, part of a referee crew. He's also my spotter for uh, Illinois football in our broadcast booth. Been with me all 21 years now that uh, I'll be doing the, have done the games. So we'll have Mark in. We'll talk about officiating, why there's a shortage, how you get to be an official, etc. And if you're out there and you've done this, whether it's been Little League games or Pony League games or Summer League games or basketball or junior high, whatever, um, you might uh, give us uh, throw some comments our way as to what you've experienced and so forth. So we'll do that here during this first hour. Got some open line time after that. And then at 1030, Busey Money Talk will close out the day today. Kathy Adams will join me, long time in the FBI. We'll talk to her. She was featured in the News Gazette uh, this past weekend. Great interview that Mary Schenck did with her. 
So we'll talk to her a little bit, uh, quite a bit tomorrow, and then uh, do some open line time to close out the week. So that's what's ahead today. We'll have Mark Schultz join us next on a penny for your thoughts. Good to have you with us as we uh, join you here today from our studios in Champaign. And again, if you'd like to send in where you're listening, uh, if you're on streaming, I did this uh, yesterday and got a lot of response. Uh, Just uh, always welcome to throw those in. I'm just doing my own survey. Nobody's asked me to do it. Uh, Where you're listening on streaming. Just kind of curious as we uh, go throughout the day. 10 after 9, back in a moment. 913, 82 degrees in our forecast. Forecast is mostly sunny and beautiful. How about that? (laughs) Do have a chance of a thunderstorm, I guess, by Saturday. Chance of rain over the weekend. A lot of folks moving in over at the University of Illinois. If you're over there and you want to stop by the Illinois Union Bookstore, it's the official bookstore of the University of Illinois, supplying you with all the officially licensed Illinois souvenirs, gifts, and apparel. So if you're new to town, you'd like to get that done. Uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, polo shirts, jackets, hats, pants, and more. Mugs, hydro flasks, water bottles, keychains, coasters, ornaments. Tailgating items as we get ready for that with Wyoming in next Saturday, a week from Saturday. Pet toys, golf items, etc., etc. And they employ a lot of students every semester. They say at the Illinois Union Bookstore they employ over 125 students every semester. And they got some books over there, too. So if you're not a student and you want to get some books, a nonfiction, New York Times bestsellers, etc., you can do that as well. Look for them at the, uh, well, the heart of campus down the corner of Wright and Daniel in Champaign. They're on Facebook or Instagram at Illini Union Bookstore. All right, good to have them with us. Good to have you with us as well. 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. All right, our friend Mark Schultz is with us. Well, How are you, Mark? I'm doing well. I have my headphones on and I'm behind a microphone. Let's see if I can remember how to do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You were with us from when to when? From 1997 to January of 2006. I did news. I did high school play-by-play. And whenever Thanksgiving rolled around and you needed to be in three places at once, I did a little women's basketball, too. (laughs) So (laughs) you you and Dave Lone and a couple others helped. That's right. You're a a former DWS colleague. Always good to to have you back. Thank Uh, you. What are you doing these days? Right now, and uh, I have a wonderful job. I'm the uh, public information and marketing manager at Urbana Park District. So it's a great job of uh, just telling the Park District story, and I'm very mm-hmm. happy to have that job. Yep, and you did some work at Carl, I think, too, did at one point. Did some work at Carl, did some work for Urbana School District. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, <laughs> I can't believe uh, it's been so long since I've been on the radio. Sometimes it seems like it's just yesterday. Yeah. So, Well, yeah. like I said, it's good to have you back. And in Thank addition you. to that, uh, you're my spotter for the That's Illini true. broadcast. That's true. I'm get, football. getting my pointer finger ready for you <laughs> yeah, to point right. on all the spotting charts. <laughs> that's right. What's the rule again? If you don't know, don't point, right? Don't know, don't point. <laughs> that's right. And if I don't know, look at you and shrug. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. And the other thing you do, of course, and the reason you're in today is uh, IHSA official. You, uh, yes. How long have you been refereeing? I have been a referee. Uh, this will be my 21st year. Uh, when I was in college, I officiated up in the Chicago suburbs 
Uh, it'll be it's 26 years overall, but uh, back full, you know, back doing it since uh, for 21 years. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. officiate football. I did softball for a little while. Um, just scheduling and my work schedule made that mm-hmm. uh, so I couldn't get quite get it done. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. So what made you want to be an official? I mean, what 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 you wake up one day and say, ah, I'd like to try that. Or... Um, I I was six years old. I was watching an NFL game on TV, and I said, Dad, what are those guys in the striped shirts doing? Yeah. And he told me what they were doing, and I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Uh, and I really um, I just kind of gravitated to it, and I watched the officials, and I was interested, and I was like, well, you know, I haven't. You know, I haven't been a coach or I haven't, you know, been a star athlete, so I don't know if I can be an official. But I find out, lo and behold, you can. So I said, well, let's try this then. Yeah. So what did you do to get started? Where do you, where do you, where did you sign up? Well, what you do is um, back then there was, uh, yeah, there was, there was email back then, but you contact uh, the Illinois High School Association, IHSA.org, and it says become an official, and you request the, um, you request the, the uh, rules test. You have mm-hmm. to pass a rules test. There's a concussion procedure, a very um, basic how to spot a concussion, um, mm-hmm. and a couple of other uh, things that you have to do, and... Um, but it's still it's just a lot of housekeeping stuff as far mm-hmm. as um you know pass this test pass that test and then you're on your way there's a local officials association uh you can join uh champagne officials association and we'll help get you going and the champagne officials association is for f- officials in just about every sport that includes uh football basketball baseball softball volleyball so um, hmm. Other officials can join there too. Hmm. Well, the IHSA is looking for more officials because they've been short, from what I understand. Yes. Here is an ad that uh, PSA that we've had running. I think that's available. So here's goes about thirty seconds, right. so they can respond to this. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail. Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Illinois. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. And there are some numbers here. uh, I looked up at the end of the 2015-16 school year. The IHSA had around 13,700 licensed officials for sports from football and basketball to water polo and gymnastics. Mm-hmm. For the upcoming school year, and this was just came out July 29 of this year, for the upcoming school year, that number expected to be just under 11,000. I believe it. So yeah. you're seeing that. We are seeing it, and here's how we are seeing it. Uh, there are um, On Friday night, there's too many games and not enough officials. So a lot of schools say, we don't have officials for Friday night. Uh, can your crew work the game? I say, well, we are already booked for a game on Friday night, mm-hmm. but if you want to move it to Saturday afternoon, if the Illini are out of town, or a Thursday night, we can work the game. So the kids don't have their Friday night lights. They have their 
Saturday afternoon sunshine or their Thursday night hmm. <laughs> their Thursday night football. So that's how we are seeing it here. Um, I don't think there have ever been games like we simply will not play this game because there are no officials, but they have to do a lot of adjusting as far as the schools go. And that's really sad for the kids because Friday night high school football, the Friday mm-hmm. night lights, they they really um, they really um, should be played on Friday night. Yeah. So opinion. why do you think there's a shortage? People just uh, I think in some for some reasons, in some ways, people are more engaged, more um, um, engaged in their job. Um, maybe they get to be so busy they, you know, it's like well between job and and extracurricular activities we don't have you know to ch- uh, support our kids we don't have enough family time so maybe it's that um sometimes they don't want um to commit to a whole season or a whole schedule um other times um you know you get into it and it's interesting this is the thing that's interesting if we get an official in in year 1 if we can get them to year 3 they are most likely going to catch on and stay. But most officials start, but by year three they're gone. Because it's for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's the pressure of working the games. Maybe it's the maybe it's a hassle they got into. Um, maybe maybe um, they thought they were they'd be working the Big Ten on Saturdays by year three and they're not. <laughs> That's that yeah. is that is actually yeah. uh, that is actually a situation. Yeah. Some people say that you know I want to I'm not progressing fast enough yeah. up through the ranks. You know, my goal is to work Big Ten or NFL, and and I'm not getting there fast enough. And you do need a you do need a lot of experience. <laughs> Trust yeah. me, you need a lot of experience to get to the Big Ten, yeah. and especially the NFL. An so, NFL official is probably put in twenty years on average of high school and college including major college before they get in before they get to the nfl yeah so if you're looking to be say a high school referee or an official mm-hmm. do you start doing like peewee football and or do you i mean or do you start in high school and then go from there what you do is um you get what we call grass time mm-hmm. grass time you need to get out there and you need to see snaps unfortunately for football there are there's only a very limited set number of games. If you want to be a baseball umpire, you can work from March through October with mm-hmm. the fall ball and the middle school and the, uh, the little league and the high school season. But for for football, you don't have that mu- that much. If you uh, want to, you can uh, start out in the JFL uh, Junior Football League, the mm-hmm. youth, the Pee Wees, mm-hmm. and uh, you can get a schedule there. Um, around here, they play Saturday and Sunday. You can um, start out there. It's three games, and you can make some nice, Really? You can make decent money? You can make low three figures for really? a day of football. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's uh, that can start a Christmas club for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Christmas savings And camp. as you get a little higher, the money yes. gets a little better? Uh, or, yeah, or yeah, it gets a little bit better, but maybe you work only one game instead of three I games. I see. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you work a triple header, by the uh, <laughs> by by the third quarter of the third game, some days you're like, all right, which way are we going now? <laughs> <laughs> so, so a typical high school official 
I don't know. You want to share what they generally make? Or, or you make anywhere between, depending on the size of the school, you make anywhere between seventy and a hundred dollars for a varsity game. Okay, it's probably about ten or fifteen dollars less for a JV game. Okay. Um, so, and on, for a um, for high school, um, IHSA ball, not peewees. Right. You have usually a junior varsity game on Monday night. Starts about six o'clock. Then you have the freshmen play on Thursday night about six o'clock, and then you have uh, the Friday night varsity game. Sometimes, uh, I think the I think the Big Twelve conference plays their junior varsity game on Saturday morning instead of Monday nights. Mm-hmm. But that's how you that's how it works. So you um, could do all of those, yes, and in a week and make some decent yeah, money. Some decent yeah, money, yeah. yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you. Um, you uh, yeah, uh, there are many officials that work uh, var- uh, JV on Monday and Thursday, varsity Friday, and maybe Pee Wee Saturday and Sunday. So you can okay. you can. But the thing is, you're an independent contractor. You can make your schedule. Right. If you're like, okay, Monday nights, I've got this with my kid. You don't right. have to. You don't have yeah. to uh, work. A but your association would help set you. You would go to them and work your schedule with them. Associations yeah. help set you up. They put you in charge. Uh, they put you in contact with um, athletic directors who are looking for officials and um, uh, local assigners. Some assigners assign you games. Mm-hmm. So that's how you. That's how you do it. And um, really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Mark Schultz is with us, former DWS news anchor. He's also a high school official, has been for over twenty years. Uh, Ray is with us. How you doing, Ray? I'm fine, Brian. How are you? Thanks Good. For taking my call. Sure. I have some things I would like to throw out there to uh, your guests and some others that are listening. I think there's about eight things or nine things that uh, one of the reasons we don't have enough officials like this. Hey, Ray, we can barely we can barely hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. go ahead. How's that? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Ded- dedication to the sport and commitment. Um, the, some of these officials feel that uh, they just show up, officiate, and go home, not thinking about uh, what actions they're having. A time, you know, away from home and family. Um, I don't think that money you make makes up for it that much uh, because after you go to the game, pay the gas to get the game, have your uniform cleaned once a week or twice a week, and maybe stop and get something to eat on the way home, you don't make that 100 bucks for a football or like uh, $50 or $60 for a wrestling meet. Hmm. I think that uh, the, like uh, com- coming in, people don't have a feel for the sport. Uh, in some cases, they just uh, want to put on a uniform and say, I'm going to make this money and go home and they're gone. Uh, the pay isn't the greatest in the world, but at the same time, like you said, if you, you use that and build it up for a Christmas fund, that's really nice. It, and it can have a nice Christmas fund. Parents. Every parent thinks their kid is an NBA, NFL, uh, pro soccer, uh, pro baseball. Uh, they think they're, they're, their kids are the only one out there on the field. And the kid, uh, some kids have trouble hitting their hat size and others uh, couldn't block a, uh, air. And uh, they, 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 they're they not that good, but their parents think they are. They come out there, and you call them for a foul or something like that, and they're all over your case, and they don't, you don't know what you're doing, or you miss a call because we're only human. Uh, coaches. Coaches don't – not all the coaches know the rules. They think they do, but they don't know the rules that well, and they yell at their officials and stuff like that, not knowing what the rule is. I can give you a lot of examples of that. Mm. Um Participants. Some the participants don't even know the rules. Uh, they they think they can do these things, and they they can. And then you got to make a call 
whether it's in wrestling or basketball or baseball or football or any other sports, and uh, the participant gets upset because you didn't make the call. Well, that wasn't the call that was supposed to be made. He thinks he knows the rules more than you do. <laughs> Another thing is patience. Having patience working your way up the ladder. Like you said, after three years, a lot of them are gone. They think they're supposed to work on, I know from wrestling, the state tournament after the second year. Well, <laughs> I got news for you. It takes longer than that. Some guys waited 20, 25 years to get to the uh, State Farm Center. Or the, I call it Assembly Hall still, but that's okay, too, uh, to the State Farm Center as a referee. And what they're doing is uh, they, well, I'm not going to get there, so I'm, I'm out of here. I'm by. I don't want to do this anymore. And uh, But then when you get coaches in your face and parents in your face and things like that, I mean, who wants to get yelled at for 50 bucks or $75 or something like that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is fun. Hmm. Um, I had fun for wrestling for 50 years, and I don't do it anymore. Uh, knees and hips said, uh, wait a minute, stop <laughs> what you're doing. You're going nuts. Uh, your hips are waking you up at 3 o'clock in the morning saying, what did you do yesterday? You're an idiot. And they're about half right because after yeah. 50 years, the hips start going. Yeah. But those those things, I think, uh, add to the fact that the officials don't uh, – you don't get the officials in there, and like, and the big thing I think is time. I don't think people realize how much time there's. I know your your guest is a football official. Yes, I still think that you have to be there an hour before the game, at least, and dressed and out on the field to check the field out, uh, check your yard line markers, uh, get with the coaches, ask them if they have any screwy plays or anything like that that you want to be aware of, uh, look for uh, certain things. Uh, I give you some examples, but I'm, I won't take up anybody's time. Um, and then, you know, and then, and then get, get the captains together and coach together and talk about sportsmanship at the middle of the field. And then at 7:30 or 7 o'clock to kick off, and at 9 o'clock you hopefully walk off the field and nobody remembers your name. <laughs> That's and right. There's nothing crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, Mark's Mark, crazy going on. Yeah, Mark's been nodding his head the whole time. Yeah, you you, you get and, uh, there, you get there at a varsity game at least an hour before, if not an hour and a half before, to walk the field and do all your pregame certifications with the coaches. Yes, so yeah, you do have to do that, and uh, um, and on. But well, for for JV games, it's a little more relaxed, especially since people are hustling off of work on the weeknight. Right. But uh, but yeah, yeah, you you got to get there. Well, yeah. You can talk about football. I'll talk about wrestling because of the fact that the wrestling, you had to be there an hour before for weigh-ins, and uh, you had to check the skin, nail, hair, and all that stuff. Then you ask the coach if any funny, crazy, quirky moves that your kids have or something want to know about. And then uh, you get out and you check the mat. You check the mat area, make sure that you got your uh, five foot on the sides of the circles. Uh, check with the scores and timers. Tell them what they can and cannot do. Uh, check mm-hmm. with them on uh, injury clocks and stuff like that. And you just and yep. the blood clock and everything. And then uh, uh, sometimes, uh, to be honest with you, I had a meet at last uh, seven minutes. had two participants. Everybody else forfeited. <laughs> and then another time I had a meet that lasted uh, almost two and a half hours because everybody was there and uh, no pins, nothing. I mean, it was uh, four to three, five to seven, things like that. And you, just, and you, and you walk off the mat and you go, and you're, and you're drenched. And yeah. then uh, other times, uh, anything in between in tournaments, you start at nine in the morning, and if you, we used to get off the mats about nine nine thirty at night, mm. and it's just it was just. Yep. And, but we had officials. You rotate, but you still, you, your shoes feel like they they shrunk uh, three sizes. And the other thing is, in officiating, you put on weight, 
you put on between 30 and 40 pounds because you got to grow a thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, good stuff. You really, yeah, you do. Yeah, well, yeah, I, just, you do. I just thought I'd throw that out there and let them know. And the other last thing, my last thing is this, the four F's in officiating. Firm, fair, friendly, but not familiar. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That. All right. That's good. Okay. Thank you, Thank Ray. You. Good, good to hear from you. Ray's uh, done uh, wrestling for years. Uh, yeah, as an sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. So, and he was one of my teachers at Unity. So. Very good. So, Very good. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good man and uh, did that for many many years. All right, nine thirty two. Uh, Terry and Alan, hang on. I got to get this break in. Let me get uh, that done, and then we'll come back. We'll talk officiating here with uh, Mark Schultz. If you have some thoughts, if you've been an official, whatever sport it is, and you want to share your uh, thoughts on it. Penny, for your thoughts today, stay tuned. It's okay. It's okay. Feeling good. 936. On a penny for your thoughts, headed for a high of 82. Talking officiating today as we've uh, AIHSA looking for more officials. And Mark has been an official, Mark Schultz, former colleague here at DWS for many years. And we've got several questions that have come in. Real quick, uh, Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair. Very passionate about what they do. They've been at this for a quarter of a century, basically. And uh, Dave and Bill, absolutely hands-on in their business. Words you'll hear a lot. The work they do, top quality, good job, excellent appearance of your building, overall great experience. Couldn't have asked for anything more. Give them a call at 217-353-0770. Go to their website, gallomiller.com. And you can find out all the different services they offer. Gallo Miller Paint and Collision Repair, south side of I-74, between the Neal and Prospect exits. All right, let's go back to the phones here. And who's up next? Uh, Terry. How are you, Terry? I'm good, Brian. Yourself? Good. Thanks for joining us. Sure. A uh, little background. I officiated uh, high school basketball for 40-some years and Worked the state finals three years, and I did baseball probably for 30 years. To me, the biggest change I saw over the years, it wasn't the coaches or the players, it was the parents, uh, especially at the lower level, the middle schools. They think they can do and say anything they want, and I blame the administration for that. All they need to do is go up and tell the person to knock it off, or ask them to leave. In uh, in my years of officiating, there was probably five athletic directors in this area that would do that. The rest would just let them yell and scream and call you anything they wanted to. And I don't blame these guys to work a a uh, middle school game for sixty dollars for two games and get abused like that. I wouldn't do it now either. That's that's my biggest uh, complaint is that the administrators won't do anything about these knotheads that are out there, think they know everything about the game, think little Johnny's going to be the next LeBron James, and it's just ridiculous. I don't know if Mark mm. agrees with me or not, but that's how I feel. Mm. The parents can get intense. I've never officiated basketball you don't have enough money to pay me to officiate basketball. <laughs> well, maybe a million dollars for a sixth grade game with running clock. Yeah. I, I might do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they have, you do have some tools as an official. 
what you can do is you can stop the game and you can get the game administration and you can say the gentleman in the green coat uh, oh, I've done that. needs 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 to leave and we're not and we're not continuing this game until he is escorted okay. from the premises and, and that Mark, that works is, yeah it does then the mark the times I've done that the people sitting around them applauded me yep for yeah. kicking the nod head out of the game there's a uh, that but I, yeah I still blame the administrators you shouldn't have to stop the game and go tell an administrator this guy has to go they should be aware of that in my opinion we've got too much other stuff to do besides crowd control that's the administration's job we had um a situation a couple years ago we were walking out at halftime and a fan didn't like a call we made and he was kind of walking beside us he wasn't looking at us yelling accusatorily or threatening us with anything but he was just shouting at the top of his lungs berating our call and a athletic director was walking us in or an assistant and our referee looked at the guy and looked at the athletic director and said take care of him yeah he was gone yeah. he, he wasn't on for the rest yeah. of the for the rest so you do have um you do have tools oh, and also when there's a situation where you uh, ask to excuse a fan, you write a special report to the IHSA, and then the school is on the hook uh, from the IHSA office saying, okay, what are you doing to uh, to make sure that uh, there's sportsmanship at your games? That, that's a recent uh, thing to do. Back in my day, you didn't have that option. Uh, you could write to school or, or email them after a game and say, hey, you need to control your fans or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I know, I know a lot of officials now that, that do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyway, those are my thoughts. Well, very good. good Thank you. Good work, Brian and Mark. Thank Thank you. you. Appreciate it, Terry. Yep. Have a great day. 941 at DWS. 217-356-9397 is our number here at 941. Alan is up next. Hey, Alan. Morning, guys. Uh, I've been fishing basketball for about 40 years and done uh, softball and baseball for about 30 years. Uh, when it comes to softball and baseball, my biggest challenge, not so much the fans or the players uh, or the coaches, I can handle them okay. It's the weather. Weather is a big problem when it comes to softball and baseball. It's either too cold or too hot. So that's a big challenge, fighting the heat, especially this time of year. Uh, basketball, basketball is still my number one love. Uh, I still enjoy it for now, but I'll tell you what, those junior high girls games can be very challenging. Hmm. And, uh, and, and uh, the and, reason why go ahead go ahead no i was going to say i was going to ask you alan uh, based on that and i'll ask mark the same thing if you're at say the junior high level uh as an official you want to you know follow the rules but you also don't want to like penalize or do you every little thing you want to teach them how to do it right no, but no. you don't want to call you everything gotta, right or do you you got to find a flow to the game if yeah. you can Sometimes it's hard to do. No, you don't call everything. You'd never get done, and the coaches and the fans would not be happy with you if you was that tight, so to speak. 
you it could call on the type of game. In football at the at the peewee level, you could call a false start or illegal motion on every play. Sure. <laughs> sure. And and you just yeah, you have to get it, yeah, you have to learn how to get the flow of the game and say, okay, this is the this is the skill level, so we're not gonna we're not gonna nitpick this thing. We're gonna make sure uh, the blocks are fair and safe. Uh, you could call travel and junior high almost all the time, especially yeah. when it comes to girls. But uh, you just find the flow. And uh, one thing I've learned in basketball is never foul out the best player <laughs> in grade school, especially. <laughs> best ball dribbler. Never yeah. foul, foul him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll never get the game over with. Never get... <laughs> Seriously. I'm, yeah, I'm no, I, I'm, I believe you. I'm chuckling because I know it's true. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So is, is your experience reason... is your experience to Alan, too, that if new officials, if they can get through the first couple of years, they usually stick with it? Yes. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. The first two years, if they make it the third year, <clears throat> most likely they stay in there. I had thought about getting into football one time, but I thought, Mark, that uh, <clears throat> the startup fee was a little too high for equipment, uh, acquiring equipment and all that. And because back then, there wasn't that many games. There's a lot of JFL games now, but back then, you might maybe do two games a week, and I just didn't think it was worth it. Especially now that I'm doing, like you say, baseball and softball goes to March to October. I really don't need it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. You you do when you do start out with your uh, officiating uniform, maybe you can get something secondhand from somebody else, but uh there is there is a bit of a cost and you'll the first uh several game checks will go to pay for your officiating uniform. The thing that struck me was, you know, I was used to how much a, a, a football official's uniform cost. Uh, when I right. pick, when I picked up softball, when you get the shin guards, the chest protector, the mask, right. like whoa, okay, this first three quarters of the season will pay for my uniform, but uh, but again, a lot of people are getting out of it, uh, or they've um, they have a, a, a chest protector that you can use, so. Um, right. and, and again, it's and it's an amount of uh, games you work. I just worked high school. I didn't work travel ball or summer ball or little league. So, you know, uh, um, my my uh, my equipment cost and how much it, time it took for me to pay for it was was different than yours. So I I just I dabbled in softball. I didn't go all in and work a hundred games in a season, which you can do. Yes, you can most certainly. Especially if you do a lot of tournaments, I had a uh, athletic director at a grade school tell me the other day. He was telling me, he says, "I'm having a hard time finding officials." He says, "I used to be able to have a hundred names that I could pick from." He says, "Now I'm down to 44." I said, "Really? Hmm. Down to 44?" Yeah. And he, yeah. And it's kind of hard to find them when you got all of the other schools wanting them at the same time. Yep. Hmm. Good points, Alan. Hey, thanks for your input on this. I appreciate it. Yep. Yes, sir. 9.46, a break. Back with Mark Schultz. He's a local official. We're talking about the uh, need for officials, game officials, and all kinds of sports with the IHSA. Here's more coming up. Nine fifty. headed for 10 o'clock here at the top of the hour, CBS News then. Visiting with local referee Mark Schultz, former colleague 
here at DWS. All right, several texts have come in here regarding officiating and, of course, the IHSA, and not just the IHSA, folks across the country needing more officials. Uh, Let's see here. How about age? How old should one be to be starting out as an official? You have to be 17 to be an IHSA licensed official, but my guess is local park districts might let you umpire Little League for on the bases for a little bit younger. For a little bit younger, yeah. But to be an IHSA official, 17. Okay. What does a typical Big Ten official, referee, Big Ten football official make per game? Any idea? My guess, and it's a guess, is probably between... Nine hundred to twelve hundred dollars a game, maybe more, maybe more now. Yeah. But that's the last figure I looked, and that may be an old figure. But okay, I mean, you, you all official, all football officials are either they've retired from a job or they have a regular weekday job. Mm-hmm. Now, Gene Steratore, he did both. He did, yes, he did, didn't he do football and? Yes, he did uh, NFL football and he did uh, college basketball and the Big Ten, and then uh, CBS said, "Hey." Let's uh, pay us to be a, a rules analyst for both sports. Yeah. Now the major league umpires and officials they're making yes some big money. Yes. Per the, game. Uh, uh, yeah. Major league uh, major league baseball umpires start out uh, low six figures and um, okay. yeah. So that's a long way from yeah. seventh grade basketball. Yes, it so. is. <laughs> NBA referee NBA referees and major league umpires and NHL hockey they're all considered full-time mm-hmm. and a tech says nothing is more irritating than going to a youth football game or a baseball game and the referees or umpires don't know the rules kids do take pride in winning after practice day after day is there any type of training these officials have to do before they do a ball game can they be fired if they're constantly making bad calls or showing some type of bias well what they do is you have to pass uh, the rules test you have to attend an uh, IHSA certified clinic to learn how to officiate and then it's how much you want to put into it as a uh, as a referee how much study you have to do and look a lot of your officials starting out on the ju- on the JFL peewee level are brand new okay mm-hmm. when there's a when there's a muffed punt that rolls around and rolls into the end zone, that's the first time they're seeing it. Yeah. So they may like, okay, wait a minute, what's the rule? I, I remember this on the quiz. What? Yeah. Uh. So, and another thing that people have to know, high school rules are much different than NFL rules. Mm. So the the rules you see being enforced on TV on Saturday and Sunday very much different than the JFL and high school in a lot of aspects. It's getting a little bit closer, but uh, hmm. it's just this year, just this year, uh, the, the quarterback is able to roll out of the pocket and intentionally ground the ball at the high school at the level. the high school level. That's just a new rule this year. In the past, we rolled out, the quarterback rolled out and threw it out of bounds. I threw an intentional grounding foul, and he said, he was out of the tackle box. And I said, that's on Sunday, <laughs> and signaled the intentional grounding. So, But that's yeah. a change this year. So when you take a test, how many questions are on a typical, I mean, are 100 rules? Or, there uh, are, yeah. this year there are, there were, um, oh, what were there? There were 50 questions of a, It's they were like story problems. Fourth okay. and 10 from the 50-yard line, they punt the ball, it's 
uh, muffed at the 35-yard line and there's a clipping foul, where, what's the ruling? Uh-huh. And then you have multiple choice. Of those 50 questions, we had to take a 25-question test. And, um, yeah, you have to score a certain percentage okay. to over 80% to get licensed. But uh, you need to score 100 if you want to work the playoffs. All right. Good morning, Brian. A question for Mark. Why wouldn't colleges be offering officials classes? I think it would be a huge benefit if colleges offered classes to help people wanting to be an official. One, I think it would help people that don't know anyone local to guide them through the process. Two, I used to officiate, and I officiated with a guy that was going to the U of I and did games when he could. I would think there would be a lot of kids or adults that attend the U of I or Parkland that would like to make a little extra money on the side. I know... The test was something that was also keeping a lot of guys from doing it as well. So. That's a magnificent uh, suggestion, and um, I, I know that uh, the the intramurals at the U of I there's there's officials there, but uh, yeah, the 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 connection between the kids at the university and the community can be stronger. All right. Good morning, Brian. Great show and enlightening guest in Mark. Question: Is it possible to request to work games with a set crew? that being people you know and work with, et cetera. Yes. Uh, in football, all varsity games are assigned as crews, so you get on a set crew to work um, football varsity games. A lot of times um, volleyball uh, officials or baseball umpires, um, they say, oh, let's get our own schedule together and we'll work the games as a team, or you're assigned a different uh, partner mm-hmm. every week. But on football, you got to be on a crew. To work varsity. So how many people, how many referees, how many officials are there on a high school football crew? On a varsity crew, there are five. Uh, okay. the, the referee, umpire, the two line of scrimmage officials, and a guy deep down the middle we call the back judge. And what do you typically do? I'm the umpire. Umpire. Yep. Okay. I, I, I dance with the linebackers on every play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When coaches are complaining, who are they complaining to? The referee, mostly? Or do they just pick out anybody? They pick out anybody. It's usually yeah. the sideline official who uh, who gets the first of the ire. And if there's a, a charge timeout and there's a real dispute about a judgment call, they might wave the umpire or the referee over to talk. All right. I've played sports all my life. I started to officiate when I got out of high school to make extra money, a listener says. I officiated for about five years and found I wasn't enjoying myself. I found that 95% of the people that are in it just for the money either not officiating anymore or they are the worst officials. You have to have a love for the game to be a good official. I absolutely agree. It has to be more than the money. Mm -hmm. If you're in it for the money, eventually you're going to say, like, well, I don't think this is for me. You have to love the game, and you have to love. For me, it's the challenge on every play. How good can you be? You don't know what the play is going to produce, mm-hmm. but it's a challenge to see if you can uh, enforce the rules of a complicated game correctly. I love that challenge. Well, that's a, that's a that's a great approach. Yeah, yeah. Are there ever a time at uh, nine fifty seven? I got a couple minutes. Are there ever a time when you're on a crew where, or maybe you're you're a fellow umpire on the baseball paths or something, and your buddy, you think, yeah, he probably missed it. Do you ever oh. <laughs> think, you know, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have called that. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. does that happen? That happens yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You go like, huh, okay. <laughs> um, now, what we do is if the if the guy looks at you with the deer in the headlights eyes, mm-hmm. it's like, I need a little help. Then you go over and say, what do you have? Yeah. He says, I have this. What do you have? Yeah, the ball skipped in. He didn't catch it. He okay. says, are you sure? Yes. Okay, incomplete. Okay. So that's when, when they huddle up like yes. that, you'll maybe yes. be sorting it out. Yes, because sometimes you have you have a different angle. 
That's you true. You saw it differently. That's true. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming in. This has been fun. Thank you and, very much. Uh, and I would encourage people, if they're interested in doing this and they love the sport, Yep. whatever it is. IHSA.org, be, uh, then say be an official, and look for the Champagne Officials Association online. And remember, without officials, it's only recess. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I like that. There you go. <laughs> without officials, it's only recess. <laughs> Is that one you use often? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you in the uh, broadcast booth. Just a few next weeks. Saturday. Yeah, All well, right. Less than that. We're less than 10 days. Here, Rock and so. roll. Yeah, Go Illini. So. Yep. We'll see you up there. All right. Mark Schultz. Uh, if you look for him at the Urbana Park District, you'll see him over there. But uh, also on Friday nights. What's your first game? Do you know? Uh, first game we scrimmage uh, this Friday. Okay. Then next Friday uh, for real. Okay. So you'll be started. Yes. All right, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. The weather is coming up, and then we will uh, have the news from CBS. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM, WDWS. You can join in on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217 217- Three five six nine three nine seven, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357 or send an email to talk at wdws.com Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. And good morning once again. Welcome back on a, a Penny for Your Thoughts. Good to have you with us. Appreciate Mark Schultz being with us. Good friend and a longtime uh, colleague, and helping us out on the football broadcast too, and also a high school official. Hope that was helpful to you. And if you're interested in getting into that, um, you know, I think if you love the game and you want to be around sports, that's a great opportunity. If you can get through the initial, probably uh, shock of people yelling at you about something, <laughs> I'm guessing uh, you can do it and uh, have a good time doing it. So hopefully that'll uh, open up some opportunities. I think. Uh, Mark was telling me, I mean, I think they're roughly 150 officials short, if you count the WDWS listening area, of being in a position where you have some extra uh, guys to to work with and give you a little more flexibility when it comes to um, having guys available. Because I know they've had to, in some cases around the state, move games to Saturday because they just don't have enough crews on Friday night. So hopefully that will... um, Get a little better here over time. All right, 217-356-9397. Text line at 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. If you're thinking about lunch, and we're a little bit of ways away from that, Monocles in Tolono. Yes, they serve lunch every day. They have lunch every day down there. They have more than pizza. Year after year now, the pizzas voted the best. They've got sandwiches. They've got full salads. They've got bountiful appetizers that can be your lunch. They've got pasta. And, yes, you can get in and out quickly, eat in and out for an hour. You can come by yourself. You can bring your group. I know a lot of us have the same, uh, you know, well, where do you want to eat today? I don't know. Let me think. Well, make Monocles in Tolono one of your places, new places, to try out for lunch. Just run down there. To, it's not very far down to Tolono, Route 45, easy to get to. Monocles in Tolono. 
All right, 217-356-9397 is our number. Text line at 217-351-5357. That was a busy, busy place this morning with the officiating talk. Let's see, another couple of texts that came in early. I asked yesterday about hiring an understaffed Departments at the University of Illinois wanted to let you know their grounds department is open testing for workers at jobs.illinois.edu. Okay, jobs.illinois.edu. And we asked the streaming, if you're listening along the way any day here, you want to let us in. I'm just doing my own informal survey as to how many uh, folks are listening and where they're listening on their streaming, how far away. We had folks from Tennessee and Arkansas and Arizona and Florida listening in yesterday. So if you want to let us know real quick, say hi from wherever you are. Uh, That is great, in addition, of course, to being uh, on the radio here. But a lot of folks uh, do the streaming, too. Uh, Somebody said, I'm streaming using the News Gazette app. The stream stops after about three minutes, has to be restarted. I'm over here in Urbana. Okay, well, I don't know what the issue there is. But, yeah, the News Gazette app, if you go there, wdws.com, you can go to the uh, streaming and uh, listen in that way as well. All right, let's go back to the phones here at 1014. We've got Busey Money Talk coming up here at the bottom of the hour. And let's go to Crystal. How you doing, Crystal? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you, Brian? Good. <laughs> Thanks for checking in with us. What have you What have you got for us yeah. today? Yeah, well, you know what? I, I wanted to come call just to share about our upcoming dinner theater. Okay. What, at the uh, I-Hotel, is that right? Yes, so it's going to be at the I-Hotel this coming Saturday um, at 3 p.m. And this is um, for Seeds and Bible Theater. Um, The whole reason why we're putting on this fundraising dinner is to, um, you know, raise funds for our kids. Uh, We do have a a youth arts and theater program, so it's just really a great opportunity uh, for people to come together and see exactly what we are doing. Yeah, so give us an example of what happens there. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's fine dining, um, there's going to be a play, there's going to be video presentations as well. They get a chance to dress up, have fun, and just enjoy good music and fellowship. Yeah. So when is this again? Give us the date and the time and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, this coming Saturday, um, which is August the 20th. Uh, it's going to be in the Yama Model Room, and that is at the iHotel at 3 p.m., um, and the cost is actually $50, and if, again, this is a fundraising dinner. You get a chance to experience fine dining, um, enjoy a good play, and it's a dinner theater. It's something that I think would be good for our community to have something like that here. I mean, there's dinner theaters all over around, but there really isn't one here directly in Champaign-Urbana. So we want to be able to um, provide this for our community uh, as well as bring in unity and diversity. Now, I know for a while with the pandemic, uh, as everything else, Crystal, it kind of um, messed with everything, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. So we have been trying to plan this for the last couple of years, and then the pandemic happened. Um, but that really didn't stop us, because, stop us because during that time, we were able to implement different types of other programs um, virtually. 
So we allowed our youth to participate um, in virtual programs. We also uh, connected and gained additional partnerships where kids got a chance to create Christmas cards and different types of cards for the seniors and the nursing homes uh, just to try to keep the artistic individuals, um, you know, occupied during this time, you know. Uh, it was a little difficult because we had to cancel all of our events when the pandemic happened. Uh, but, of course, we had to strategize to determine how can we move forward with this. And so virtually was the answer. <laughs> so. Yep, it's the CHM Bible Theater presenting Genesis. Uh, in the beginning, God, you're invited. An elegant dinner theater and so much more. The cost $50 at the alma mater room at the I Hotel Conference Center right there, um, right there near the State Farm Center. You can't miss it. And I was just looking at the um, the flyer here. What an elegant setup this is! Wow. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great time. You know, husbands could bring their wives. They get to dress up in their nice dresses. You know, and just enjoy fellowship, music, a play. Um, and so it's beautiful. I mean, it's a great opportunity. I mean, I think this is something that we need because you know, when the pandemic hit, um, it's just you know, the fellowshipping was like, oh gosh, you know. Who wants to sit at home and watch Netflix all day, right? <laughs> you know, or just sit at home and not do anything. But now we have provided an, an opportunity for people to get out um, and do something to, you know, um, to see a nice play, something that's different, mm-hmm. something that's unique, you know. Um, and this is a spiritual uh, production, and it's based on the Bible. That's what we do. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization that presents Bible plays, but also inspirational plays as well. But it's open to anybody. Um, you don't have to be, you know, if you're a person, oh, I don't like the Bible, I don't want to, you know, just come and just be entertained just to enjoy yourself because it's a great opportunity for people to see uh, something beautiful. And it's not just a play. We have, like, special sound effects. You get to see Noah uh, and Noah's Ark and, you know, Genesis. Um, um, Abraham and Isaac and Sarah and Jacob and so on and so on, because <laughs> it is based on the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to be a great opportunity, a great experience for people um, that love things like this. Yeah, well, a lot of things happened in Genesis, so you got a lot of ground to cover, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually, yeah, and a- yes, it's actually going to be some highlights in different areas. Right, like right, yeah. <laughs> okay. About it is that. Yeah, yeah it's going to bring it modern. <laughs> And I'm I'm looking at the menu here for dinner. This is this is really nice. Um, Yummy, right? Crusted pistachio crusted chicken, uh, sautéed chicken breast, asparagus spears. I mean, this is like big time meal here. So, with garlic oil, garlic whipped potatoes, you get to get a nice sweet dessert, uh, a nice salad. It's just you know, it's fine dining. It's like going out to a nice elegant restaurant. Uh, but in this case, you have a play to go with. It's some good entertainment, mm. some music, you know. So, And it's very diverse, too, and that's what I love about it. You see different people from different types of uh, ethnicities, uh, different types of churches, from schools. We've got partnerships like uh, Cunningham Children's Home. We have churches like Meadowbrook and Windsor Road and Church of Living God. So everybody's coming together in unity. So it's just very colorful, and I love it. It's a beautiful opportunity um, for people to come together in our community to show that we support one another. Absolutely. All right, CHM Bible Theater presenting Genesis. It is August 20th this Saturday. Costs $50, iHotel Conference Center, and again, uh, an elegant dinner theater, and uh, so much more. It'll be at 3 o'clock coming up on Saturday. And what? go to the website, I guess, if you want to learn more. 
Absolutely, yeah. I would encourage you to go to the website, purchase tickets now because seating is limited. You know, this is like it's not like in the chance for ballroom, but it's in a nice room. So definitely go to our website, purchase tickets, um, and we'll be able to have those tickets available for you. And we'll call. Mm -hmm. And I see a phone number here. I think two one seven four zero seven three zero two two. That's that right. Yeah. So it's two one. Yes, it's two one seven four zero seven. 3022. Again, it's 217-407-3022. And they can also email us um, at chmbibletheater at outlook.com. Okay. Uh, do they need to reserve in advance, or can they show up that day? Or do you uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. if they show up, they may, yeah, they may not get a seat. Okay. <laughs> so I would encourage you to go ahead and you know, purchase, think about it, go ahead online and go ahead and purchase your tickets. If you do show up, yes, I mean, you could come. There may be some seating left, uh, but I would encourage you because yeah. they're, they're going fast. Get it done earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Very good. Hey, Crystal, thank you for letting us know about this. This sounds awesome. Oh, you're welcome. And yeah. I, I forgot to mention the website at chmbibletheater.org. Okay. <laughs> so it's chm. BibleTheater.org. There you go. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate Very it. Very good. Thank you, Crystal. Uh-huh. Good luck Thank with you. everything. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate Very that. good. 1021. Have a great day. CHM Bible Theater. And give them a call if you're interested. You didn't get all that. You say, what was that I'm all about now? 217-407-3022. If you'd like to um, be involved in that. Okay. i uh, got people listening in on streaming. Here we go. From Mexico. Streaming live from, is it Play a Car, Mexico? All right. Thanks to Eric on that one. Listening in Carmel, Indiana. Love your shows and game broadcasts. And other text says, listening to you on Simple Radio from Chicago. So there you go. we got people listening all over the place, I'm telling you. They're all over the place. This streaming is amazing. And um, <laughs> it's uh, the world has changed, hasn't it? Uh, hi, Brian. I didn't get this question sent in early enough for Mark. How long do you think it'll be before umpiring and refereeing will be done by cameras and computers? Yeah, that's a good question. I wish uh, we'd been able to uh, get Mark to answer that one. Uh, I know at like at Wimbledon, they already have the you know if the ball is in or out, you know they've got the technology now to determine that pretty quickly there has been talk somewhere down the line about having uh, computers or whatever call the balls and strikes you know here's the strike zone beep it's in no beep it's out I mean I don't know maybe we'll get to that point but that's a really 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 good question 217-356-9397. Ryan Dallas Real Estate. If you need to move a home, sell a home, or buy one, they can uh, help you get that done. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, not only the number one real estate team in central Illinois, ranked number 15 in the nation for homes sold. So many clients rave about their five-star experience. Five stars can't do any better than that, right? It's all about Ryan's guaranteed offer, giving you the ultimate solution for selling your home on your timeline. Ryan Dallas Real Estate. Give them a call, 833-595-SOLD, or go to ryandallasre.com, ryandallasre.com. We're talking about football starting, volleyball coming up. Soccer at the University of Illinois starts tonight The Mergen Park. They'll be uh, hosting, I think, Illinois State. 
So uh, it's here, folks. It's coming very, very, very quickly. And a great preview of uh, as Illinois starts their prep now for Wyoming. A lot of the uh, coverages in uh, sports having to do with the, the fall sports and uh, is a bowl trip in store for Brett Bielema. We'll see. Brad Underwood welcoming a lot of new players, a lot of freshmen. I know uh, we had Doug Fink on from Kiwanis. They'll have their uh, tip-off event coming up at the end of the month. New faces in charge, Shauna Green, Williams Basketball, a new track and field program coach, uh, men's gymnastics, women's swimming. Got the high school starting today, uh, I mean school starting in uh, what, Champaign, I believe, and um, you know, Muhammad started this week, so everybody's getting geared up, getting ready to start. Hope you're geared up, ready to go to the Beef House in Covington, Indiana, exit four. We'll be uh, maybe making a stop over there. We'll see on our way over to Indiana to play football here in a couple of weeks. The Beef House, great steaks, of course. Great fried chicken, pasta, seafood, great rolls, great everything. Even the butter's good. Apple butter's good. I mean, everything's good. It's all good at the Beef House, exit four, Covington, Indiana. Make sure you say hi to Bob and Bonnie Wright. They like that when you say hi to them and say, hey, I heard Brian talking about you. That'll make them smile, let me tell you. So make sure you uh, you get that done and enjoy a great meal at the same time. And if you're going over there for lunch, you can do that. But if you come back to the office, make sure you bring the rolls back with you. The Beef House, Exit 4, Covington, Indiana. Great sponsor here on Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, that was a fun uh, hour and a half there. We've got Busey Money Talk coming up here next. I'll be back tomorrow. Kathy Adams from the uh, long time with the FBI uh, agent there. We'll talk to her and her career. Uh, if you want to get a little whet your appetite of what she'll be talking about, Mary Shank did a great interview with her this past weekend. We'll kind of follow up on that and uh, spend a little more time with her in the uh, first hour tomorrow. Willie Comer pops in near the end of the show tomorrow, but a lot of open line after Kathy's with us in the first hour. Thanks to Adam Austin for his help producing the show today. Great job as usual. I'm Brian Barnhart. Thanks for being with us, and we will talk to you tomorrow on A Penny for Your Thoughts.